Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Um, you know, if you've been listening to the show today at all, you might want to you might want to get prepared. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, all easy to make, all uh, all taste great, good for you, and they can last up to storage for twenty five years. They're perfect for stocking up. You never know what's going to happen. You never know if we're going to have uh, you know disruption of any kind of services or food or whatever. But if you have uh, three-month food storage for every member of your household today, you are going to have a lot of pressure. Trust me, the pressure comes off of your shoulders, and you can't believe how much better you feel. Go to preparewithglenn.com, preparewithglenn.com. You can save $250 on each of the packages for a three-month emergency fu- uh, food uh, kit. Do it now, preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Welcome to the program. Uh, finally, somebody has said it. Finally, somebody has said it in two ways. In two ways. Uh, I have Jim Brewer on the podcast. We got to talk about that. And the Babylon Bee, the guide to democracy, how to flawlessly rig elections, bribe any politician, and crush your political enemies for good. It's the new book by the Babylon Bee. Oh my gosh, this will put them on a terrorist list already. I can tell they're totally serious. Listen to the dog whistle, can you hear it? We talk about it 60 seconds with Kyle Mann. All right, if you think this uh, steadily rising inflation we have right now is fun, wait until it starts rising exponentially. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you're not gonna bring up Weimar. No, why don't I just bring up Argentina? Today, Uh, the value of the U.S. dollar continues to drop as the Fed and the Biden administration screw things up. And believe me, this is a well-coordinated plan. If you don't believe me, please uh, go back and listen to the podcast. Hour number two of the podcast today. I lay it all out. But don't worry. I have cute little puppy dogs that we look at, you know, in the midst. So you don't, you know, so you don't want to go out and hang yourself. But it's really important news. You need to prepare. Today is the last day at Goldline to have their executive or their expanded uh, Labor Day sale, which means this is your last chance to get the deal today with every roll of the new Benjamin Franklin Stand in Love quarter ounce gold rounds, which I designed and put the great seal of America that Franklin wanted 
which is the parting of the Red Seas and Pharaoh in the in in the uh, water as it's coming down. That seal is on the back of all of these. With every roll that you get of these uh, gold rounds, you'll receive 50 of the matching one ounce copper rounds and 25 mind your business silver bars at no additional cost. It's an insane special. I've never seen them do anything like this. Call Goldline today, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Hey, Kyle Mann is on with us. Hi, Kyle. Hey. That's great. That's great. We're off to a good start. Kyle is the uh, Babylon Bee editor-in-chief uh, and the co-author of the Babylon Bee Guide to Democracy. Now, uh, Kyle, I've been reading about you. Uh, and there are some real, there's some disturbing things because I know you guys are serious on everything you do. What is this guide to democracy all about? Because it seems dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, democracy is under attack and, uh, by the uh, evil Republicans and, yeah. uh, we have to, uh, we have to try to save democracy. So that's what our uh, that's what our guide's all about. All right. So can and, you take uh, it? Can yeah. you take us through some of it? Yeah, sure. So yeah. we explain everything about our democracy. Um, you know, which it, it, it is a good title right off the bat because you know we are a democracy, not a uh, not a republic, not a constitutional republic, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and. Uh, we explain the four branches of government to get started. Wait, the four? So we've got... I thought yeah. there were three. There's four. Yeah. No, no, no there's four, yeah. Okay. There's the, the legislative, the executive, the judicial, and the corporate uh, branch, which is, you know, consists of big tech and and uh, and big medicine <laughs> and, and Disney and Netflix and all of that. So, right. So this is the only accurate guide because most textbooks that you get, you know, only talk about three branches and that, that's a mistake. The, uh, I, I like the, uh, sign. This is later in the book signs that you're watching too much CNN. You still think one of these investigations is going to get Trump and the walls are closing in any day. Now, uh, <laughs> you haven't left your house in two years, time to turn off CNN and go outside people. Um, but you hit the other side just as well. I love this. If you give your wife that you're watching too much Fox News, if you give your wife the Tucker Carlson look while she's talking, if you've ever gotten in trouble for staring at your wife with Carlson's patented resting baffled face, you might be watching too much Fox News. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, uh, so you take us from the uh, the the branches of the government, and then you take us you take us into the Constitution. And the amendments, which I'm not sure that the amendments are the way I remember or the way they were taught. Well, that's again, because you are reading inaccurate sources. Okay. You know, I, I'm right. starting to get the feel that you don't get your information from the Babylon Bee. Um, <laughs> Can you believe that, Kyle? I mean, are there any times that you just shake your head? Do the... Do they really not know or they think that we're that stupid when they come after you and, and accuse you of Look, this is this is disinformation? I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds about it. You know, on the one hand, I think they're just confused and don't have a good sense of humor. Um, 
on the other hand, it, it does feel like we get targeted more often, you know, just for telling jokes that come from the other side. So I don't know. I, I wanted to give the fact checkers and such the benefit of the doubt when we first started getting attacked a few years back, but it's just been relentless. You know, the New York times called us a, a far right misinformation site disguised as satire. <laughs> so you can't feel like that's anything but malice at some point. <laughs> It's just crazy. Then the onion, which used to be funny, um, as uh, they listed yesterday uh, what the conservatives, the well-known conservatives, what they did before. And this is comedy. At the beginning of his career, Glenn Beck was a disc jockey for the nationally syndicated L.A. Morning Drive radio show on air with Ryan Seacrest. I don't even get that because that could have been true. You know, what I mean? and it's not exactly a slam, is it? That I was a DJ with Ryan Seacrest in L.A. I mean, I don't even understand that, but maybe it's just me. Uh, so yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, that's a kind of a typical bent with the onion is kind of your absurdist humor, which is fine. You know, obviously, a lot of people have that that sense of humor where they want kind of the absurdist take on something, but it's like. Is that really a dig? Are you making a point or is it just silly for the sake of? Yeah, I know. I mean, and it could have been me. I was a DJ. Um, The um, uh, the when you're looking at at stuff, you know, they always make they always say this about uh, the Simpsons that they predicted this. I, I don't think that they have any predictive power. It's just that we're living in an insane world. And what we thought could never happen is now all happening. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, absolutely. That's what G.K. Chesterton wrote in 1911 was that the, the problem with satire is that the world is too absurd to be satirized. You know, and that's 110 years ago. So now you're looking at it like, well, if satire was too hard to write 100 years ago, you know, what hope do we have in 2022? I know, I know. <laughs> but, but, but that's that's the you know that is the nature of satire is you're taking reality and you're just pushing it one you know step further you're kicking the can one day down the road so you look at we look at AOC you know and we say what's something dumber that she could do <laughs> that she's already done yeah, that's a I, know, I don't yeah it is a challenge and yet sometimes every time I see you guys every time I see something from you it is brilliant and funny and. It does take it to the absurd level, which I, it, I don't know how you even do that every day. Um, the, uh, we're talking to the uh, editor of uh, the Babylon Bee and co-author of Babylon Bee Guide to Democracy, How to Flawlessly Rig Elections, Bribe Any Politician, and Crush Your Political Enemies for Good. So, uh, you know, we're not really good at bribing politicians and rigging elections. H- how do you do that? <laughs> Well, you have to open up your book to uh, the, the latter chapters, and we have some handy stick figures. You know, and this tells you how to. You can call it rigging elections, or you could call it just legitimately winning with the most popular <laughs> um, candidate of all time. But yeah, you know, things like to say that a pipe burst and stop counting ballots. Uh, right, right, right. You know, re- release, release the bees in the polling place, and chase everybody out so they can't vote. The 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 absurdity of uh, so you've just lost an election. How to tell an insurrection from a peaceful protest? This is almost a history book. 
at this point. I mean, it's funny, but it's sad. I mean, insurrection, angry people wearing MAGA hats, peaceful protest, angry people wearing Che Guevara shirts, uh, insurrection, little destruction of property, peaceful, burn everything in sight. I mean, it is it's true and it's uh, it's funny and sad at exactly the same time. But I love how to conduct the peaceful protest, uh, which is all the it's all here. It's all here. Uh, and how to climb a wall. It's fantastic. Um, your um, your take on George Soros, I will have to say, as a George Soros fan, I'm a little, well, I'm a little um, saddened by the way you made him look like a, well, like a lizard person. Well, I mean, you're acting like we took any kind of artistic license there <laughs> really just a, a picture the uh, name of the book is the babylon beast guide to democracy how flawless how to flawlessly rig elections bribe any politician and crush your pe- uh, political enemies for good it is absolutely not tongue-in-cheek listen you open the book and you can hear the dog whistles um uh you can pick it up now it's available everywhere thank you so much god appreciate it thanks for having me you bet god bless There used to be a time in the country when concepts like the customer is always right shaped the way we did business where companies weren't ideologically captured in the stranglehold of the religion of wokeism. We wanted to work with people who would take care of customers uh, that would provide the best product, and we didn't really care uh, about who they voted for. These days are mostly gone, uh, and you are now... If you're paying for Big Mobile, you're most likely spending some of your money every time you're using that phone uh, to fund things like Planned Parenthood or things that you completely disagree with. Put your money where your heart is. Patriot Mobile. Get off the other services that are supporting things like Planned Parenthood and go to a company that is going to give you great service at a better price, better um Uh, better customer service, and they're all in the same cell towers. So what are you losing? Well, the big bill, uh, all of the little add-ons that they put on, uh, and uh, you're also losing the opportunity to help fund abortions. Gosh darn it. Patriot Mobile, what do you gain? The same great service at a lower price and people who are on the same page you are on and are actively fighting for the Bill of Rights. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Stand with those who are not afraid to stand with us. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I want to play a uh, cut from uh, my podcast with uh, Jim Brewer. It came out last night. It did the interview last night. And it, he is he's just laugh out loud funny from start to finish. But there is also something else about him. He talks about his wife and his relationship, uh, his children and God. Most importantly, the guy is deeply, deeply spiritual um, and the miracles that have happened in his life are really, truly remarkable. And on top of that, 
it is just side-splitting funny. Here's a piece of the podcast now available at blazetv.com and available on podcasts wherever you get them tomorrow. So there's two things. Two things. I don't want to lose the thought. One is my friend was full-blown. She's in a cult. He would, he, we had a radio show together. You can't even make this up, right? And, um, and he'd go, Jim, what's going on with your wife? What's going on with D? Because right, they know each other like brother and sister. And I said, she... I, you know, she's really learning. She has this Bible study. He's like, Bible study? <laughs> Bible study? What is that? He's studying the Bible? I mean, it's not what it is. The women get together and they take a subject like uh, being a parent and it's, you know, they quote and they get together and they have coffee. It's like, how many times a week they do that? <laughs> well, I don't know what. All right, so you're doing church on Sunday. Then you do it. Then you do it. Bro, this is a cult. This is a cult. And he had me like, oh, my God. Maybe it is. Like, what is what's going on? Right. And I didn't like the church. I don't like church. It, just, it gives me a I can't describe it. Right. And so the guy, you know, the pastor would be up there. He'd look at me. He's like, you must talk to Jesus. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm here to watch her, pal. I have my eye on you. I see what you drive i see what you drive yeah i got it you need a new elevator got it okay so this is where i'm at and my friend's like jim uh he's like does she does she like prayer going yeah she starts she does something before she eats he goes what what, you, what does she do and he has to have dinner to see it Right. And while, you know, she'll sit there and say, and she won't, it's not like Jesus, thank you. Right before dinner comes, if we're all eating, she'll just do this for a second. And then it's kind of like not nonchalant, mm -hmm. doesn't want to get any business. So and he's like, Dude, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come out there. She comes, <laughs> he comes out to the house. I swear my life, my hand to God, this is true. So like, my wife is in, she's in the kitchen, she's like doing dishes, she's a clean freak. My friend's sitting there, and he's looking at me, he's like, brew man, is it cool if I, uh, D, can I be honest with you, can I ask some questions? <laughs> brew, do I have your permission? <laughs> and I know, by this point, my wife is such a rock. When she found her faith, I was on this way, mm. and I needed that real bad and that's another amazing thing so then she gets the light and the stories i have that now yeah. she pulled me out of are just their grace and they're beautiful it's amazing they're be it is amazing it is good it's amazing so he goes can i ask something <clears throat> did she know that he was oh yeah yeah. okay okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. they're like brother yeah, yeah, if Osama, you have no hate. <laughs> I swear to God, he goes. You have no you. hate in your body. No hate. And she goes, no. Why? You know, I found Jesus, and Jesus teaches me about love. And you know, everyone who's not perfect, I, you have to learn to understand where they come from. And he's like, if Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Because if was sitting right here in your kitchen, you would hate him. And she goes, I don't know who he is. And uh, he goes, she's in a goat. 
true man. She's in a cult. And I blame you gotta get fucking it. I'm going outside for a cigarette. He leaves. He's pacing in my lawn. Shaking. She's in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> we still laugh about that. It is a fantastic and very funny and enlightening uh, podcast. You don't want to miss it. It's uh, available now. If you haven't subscribed to The Blaze, uh, you would have seen that last night uh, as it happened. Uh, join The Blaze, Blaze TV. Um, we, you can join. Today is the last day to join us and get a a $20 discount on your year's subscription. Um, it's at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn20 and save uh, 20 bucks right now. Also, we're getting a lot of calls and emails uh, asking about a couple of things that I talked about today. Uh, one is the economic news that I shared um, last hour. It's only really for the brave-hearted. <laughs> If you got a horse and you're willing to paint your face, then it's maybe for you. Uh, you can get that at glenbeck.com uh, for my uh, newsletter. Every day I send out all of my show prep. Those two stories uh, or two or three stories are in today's show prep. Yesterday's show prep is where you will find the letter that I read from the person that said, I, I just can't. I can't do it. I was a Joe Biden supporter, uh, and I, 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 this is my tipping point. And now I have stopped watching all of my Twitter feed. I got off my Twitter feed. I stopped watching things, and I started listening to other voices. And I can't believe how awake I am. I, I, I feel like I was hypnotized. It's an amazing letter. That was in yesterday's uh, newsletter. We'll see if we can put it in again in case you, you're not a member of the newsletter uh, club yet. Um, we'll put it in again maybe for Monday just for you so you can catch those. Uh, but sign up for the newsletter. It's absolutely free. And it is all of my raw internal, never before released, all my raw internal show prep that I sit down every day and decide which gets on the show and which doesn't. You can sign up again. It's free to you. I urge it. Uh, if you are awake, I urge you to read it every day. Uh, it is at glenbeck.com. Sign up. It'll be delivered to you every morning. Glenbeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to take a minute and think about all of the things that you have put online. Everything. I mean, everything. What is it worth to protect your good name? What is it worth to make sure that somebody doesn't steal your identity and destroy all of your credit? Uh, now it's getting more and more uh, valuable to be able to have good credit. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity threats affect your life and my life every day because everything we do is online. There are services out there that watch it for you. I think the best in the business is LifeLock. It's Norton. Um, and we know what Norton, uh, you know, the Norton virus protection is all about. It's the same thing with LifeLock. Now, you know, it's not that something's not going to slip through, but they offer the best protection. And they also have a restoration team to help fix things if something does slip through. 
Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Don't forget, use the promo code BECK and save 25%. So they're going to be burying the queen next week. Uh, Coming up in just a second, we have a person that wrote a very clear tweet to America. The scene in um, England is quite amazing. Uh, I I think probably the most consistent and one of the more important, not political figures, but cultural figures of the 20th century has been Queen Elizabeth. She's been remarkable for, what was it, 70 years? I mean, just remarkable. And uh, I have no idea what the future holds for the monarchy and Americans can like it or not care. But in England, imagine if this person, you know, like how you feel about Ronald Reagan had been in your life, your whole life and passed away. That's why the line to go by her uh, casket is now five miles long. 14 hours and you're not stopping at the casket you're just walking by it to pay your respects it's a remarkable time in history some people have been mocking the uh, left has been mocking you know and talking about this white colonialist Um, and i saw a tweet earlier this week from sophie uh, sophie uh, sophie corcoran and she wrote dear americans who mock us for mourning our beloved queen She dedicated her entire life to her duty and our country, even just two days before her death. You mourned a man who pointed a gun at a pregnant woman by burning cities to the ground. We're not the same. I wanted to get Sophie on uh, from England now. Hi, Sophie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Uh, Very good. You are um, you're a British University student uh, and a conservative political broadcaster. How old are you? I've just turned 20. You just turned 20. And uh, yeah. how long have you been doing this? Um, so my first ever appearance was a year ago, a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. Um, and um, what? tell me about what's happening over there and, and, uh, and what Americans are missing about the Queen. Well, obviously, we are well into our mourning period now. On Monday, the funeral will take place. The body has been lying in state for a couple of days now. And the queues, as you mentioned before, are actually about 14 hours long. We've even got celebrities, so David Beckham queued up in that queue. I think it took him 12 hours to go and see the body. Wow. Um, wow. Our entire nation is, is in mourning. Um, and obviously, the funeral we've come up to is going to be probably the biggest funeral the world has ever seen and it, it's supposed to be one of the most watched televised events ever um, which is a testament to how important our monarchy is to the I mean people are queuing 14 hours to just go and see the casket decree and that's how important she is to people here um, I think since after the day of her death we got all of these American academics um, I think Uji Anaya is probably the most prominent one that people people saw you know, we're mocking British people for mourning our Queen, um, talking about colonialism and stuff like that. Well, they just need to look at themselves. 
to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah. You know, Auckland was somebody who was in my life. You know, some people was the only monarchs I've ever have seen and will ever see anyone that's, you know, died before they were 70. Um, she served in World War II, 15 prime ministers. Well, you know, it, it's ridiculous. Her first prime minister was Winston Churchill, and he was born 101 years before our current prime minister, Liz Truss. And he was born an entire century before our current prime minister, and she saw them both. So it's a, it's it's <laughs> truly amazing, just truly amazing the the history that she has watched over and her restraint. I mean, uh, there's not a lot of love for uh, most of the royals, um, uh, even over there. And uh, you know, King Charles, I wish him the best because I I don't uh, I think. The monarchy, especially at this point, is a stabilizing force, and I don't like, uh, I don't want any more destabilization, but I cannot see him as the guy who replaces uh, her. He's very opinionated um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and not a real likable guy. How is he doing so far, according to the British? Um, well, I think the British at the moment have quite a lot of time for him, obviously, because he's just lost his mother. Yeah. And I think a lot of the British people know that from a personal perspective. Um, a lot of us, including myself, are concerned about Charles because of, you know, his think activism on climate change and stuff like that. But he has pledged that he would be stepping back from all of his politicised engagements. Um, you know, and I do think we just have to give him a chance. Um but again, he's not going to be. He's almost like a filler monarch, really. I think King William is where it's going to, you know, we're going to get a figure that is similar to the Queen. How are things, um, because Europe and, and England going through massive energy problems, and you are expecting to get a lot of your your power from France going into this winter, and that's not going to happen uh, they're talking yep. now, your Bank of England's talking about printing more currency to be able to bail things out. Uh, how do you, how would you describe the stability of your part of the world at this point? Um, obviously, we're going through a very difficult time, which I think is actually why the Queen dying is at this moment is actually really bad because historically, you know, throughout the World Wars, the Queen obviously served in it through COVID, through other massive times of change and trouble for the UK, there was one thing that was always constant, and that was the Queen. And it was the one thing that people looked to, and we don't have that anymore. So it's quite interesting because we've got, within the space of a week, we've had one of the biggest energy price cap rises we're seeing. I mean, up to 80% increase in energy bills. You know, people can't afford that. We can't, you know, people can't just find an extra 80% of money, you know. There's a certain amount of things that you could be cutting back, but it doesn't matter how much people cut back. They just can't afford that. No one can. So we've got that. Then we had a new prime minister come in, and within, you know, two days of the new prime minister being sworn in, our monarch died, and we have a new monarch. So it, it, it's been absolutely crazy. But I think from an American perspective, they keep, a lot of these people with academics are so uneducated. They, they want to talk about colonialism. Well, if you did your research into the Queen, you would actually figure out that she oversaw almost the entirety of decolonization. Mm. So do some research. And some of them are talking about reparations. I think the idea of reparations is frankly stupid. 
because nobody in Britain, that reparation is going to come from the taxpayers. None of us alive in Britain as taxpayers own slaves. And none of those people that are calling for reparations were slaves. So this idea that pe- people who have never owned slaves should be paying money to the people who have never been slaves is frankly stupid. If, if you've got, you know, you live in the United States, if your life sucks, it's because of you, it's not because of the British. You uh, tweeted something um, the other day. The Dutch agricultural minister has resigned. Macron lost his parliament. Sweden's PM is gone. Uh, uh, Jacinda Ardern is set to get battered in the next election. The fight back against globalism is well and truly on. It's, it's interesting to me that in each country, the politicians have made this look like it's... Um, you know, a, a political battle when it's really a battle of the people against the elites. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah so I actually ha- was fortunate enough to go to Davos last March, April time, whenever it was, the, the last World Economic Forum when they met. I actually went there and reported on it. Um, and being, you know, a young student, I was in my first year of university then, I'm going into my second, and it was just crazy. I'm a normal working class girl, the same as everybody else. And I was in this world, you know, the entire place was fake. They made and built an entire fake city overnight. All the shop fronts were fake, everything. We were in this bubble in the middle of the Swiss Alps. They chose it deliberately to try and cut it off, work with the general public. And I think that people have had enough. And it is very clear that people have had enough. As you see, all of the globalists are going. I forgot to mention in my tweet that Italy is set to, is set to swap as well. Um, that's pretty much looking guaranteed. People have had enough mm. of, you know, the elites dictating things. And a lot of it is hypocrisy. So if we look at the problems that we've got in Britain now, the reason why we're in the, the situation that we're in is because of this green agenda that they're pushing. And it, all it is doing is making rich businesses richer and normal people a hell of a lot poorer. Yeah. And, you know, the people who are, are struggling, a lot of students, this is what I find is, you know, students are, are new to universities from a university up north of England uh, to come back home because I just couldn't afford to live there because of the fuel bills. Young people can't afford to live there. Unemployment is going through the roof in terms of young people because businesses can't afford to take on more staff. And yet it's the same young people that are cheering on Greta Thunberg as if she actually gives a crap about the situation right. that they're facing. <laughs> like, the people like Greta Thunberg, they don't care about normal normal people. They're not ever going to struggle to pay their bills. They're not ever going to, uh, you know, they get to drive, they get to fly around the world, they get to do what they want. It's just people like me and you that can't do it. So, Sophie, uh, thank you so much for uh, talking to us. And uh, honestly, um uh, min- millions of us uh, have been thinking and praying uh, for all of you in, in England. Uh, this has got to be a real body blow to you. I mean, expected, but still a huge body blow. And we wish you the best. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. You bet. You can follow her on Twitter. She is Sophie Corcoran. Um, uh, and, um, and perhaps a voice that we'll be hearing more of from great britain i think it's um i i I find it interesting that she says the the that people are waking up and it really isn't uh the left or the right this is a movement between people and 
uh, out of control governments that think they know better than you. That's why liberals that are coming to the party now and starting to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not that they've changed and become conservative. They're just the old style liberal. They're the ones who, you know, we always thought liberals were that we might disagree on taxes and spending and everything else. However, they do believe in the Constitution. They do believe in the Bill of Rights. They do believe in, you know, regular Americans because they're a regular American. Those are the kind of people that are starting to wake up now. And uh, we have to embrace them and come together because this is the key to coming together. We don't need to win. Our side shouldn't be looking to win. We should be willing. We should be looking to reconcile our country with the truth. And those liberals who are now waking up. They still hold many of their beliefs in higher taxes or, or, you know, more welfare, whatever it is. They still hold those beliefs. But they have the core belief, as you do, in our Bill of Rights. And that's how we heal and reconcile this country with the truth. So here we are, you and I, starting, uh, starting the day together, feeling pretty good, feeling a whole lot better than I used to, that's for sure. How about you? You wake up this morning, hop out of bed. You feeling good? Yeah, I remember the time when I didn't. And every day I would get up and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make it to the end of the day. Relief factor has helped me a great, great deal. The three week quick start was developed for people just like you and me that, you know, I'm not sure if this is going to work. And they don't want you to be spending money and it not working. So they have put the quick start together. You take it three times a day. Take it as directed for three weeks. If you're not seeing any improvement at all, it's probably not going to work for you. Because it reduces inflammation. You know, I've had the strong stuff. I've had ibuprofen, 800. That'll put you out. Does nothing. Does nothing, at least for me. This attacks inflammation from four different directions. Where ibuprofen hits it one way relief factor 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more month after month it's relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com or 1-800 the number four relief 1-800 the number four relief relieffactor.com the glenn back program miss a day miss a lot visit blaze tv.com today and never miss a moment of truth The Glenn Beck Podcast, episode 156, is with Jim Brewer. Here is what he said about the price for being called political. You, you, you just, you come to terms with reality on a deeper level. And when, when COVID kicked in, I said, you know what? All bets are off. I already knew I wasn't in control. But now not only am I not in control from the natural order of life, but now the puppet masters mm-hmm. that are in control just let us all know, you know, we'll decide mm-hmm. when you can do things <laughs> and what you have to do to go back to your natural pleasures. <laughs> and I don't know why I always go to an English accent. To, to me, it's just more devilish. <laughs> Perhaps I should put the ears out. Sire, do you think they're catching on of our sadistic ways for centuries? 
and that, quite frankly, they never did free themselves. <laughs> How they love to pretend they're voting. <laughs> yes, sire. Yes, sire. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever snap out of it? Not as long as we have television. <laughs> Son of thunder. <laughs> A new variant! <laughs> Back in the basement! Um, who, who, who did you? What I was going to say was there's not enough time anymore. There never was time, but it made me realize I don't have time to worry about what mm-hmm. people think of me. I know where I'm at in life. I know where I'm at spiritually. I know where I'm at with my family. I know where I'm at in life. Um, and tremendous power. Spooks the hell out of people. If you're but doing, it shouldn't. I know. But when... I'm excited that other people get this. Yeah. I'm not worried about what people think. Why? Because they're still... Hey, they're, they're still like... Ah! They're stuck. We ain't got time for stuck. To me, this is the time of you got to rise. For years and years and years, you allow fear to control your life. The Glenn Back Program.